You are listening to the Inside Out Podcast. Brent Kimball and Michael Anderson discuss all things living the gospel with those inside of the family of God and bringing the gospel to those outside of the family of God. Let's live Inside Out. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Inside Out Podcast. Brent, I, I want you to help me with this. As I was setting up for the podcast today, I... It's episode 145. That's what you wanted help with? Well, I mean, I did. I knew that already, but oh. you've, you've reminded okay. me, so thank you. So, so let, me, let me practice what I actually... The Bible says to treat others the way you want to be treated. Do unto others the way you... Okay. So I basically did to you what I hate when people do to me. I know hate's a strong word, but when they guess what I'm about to say and they try to finish my sentence for me, I just did that to you. So <laughs> let I, me let me refrain okay. and practice listening. Yeah. Well you that has never happened to you in the history of ministry. Somebody That's finishing not true. your sentence. So. That's happened a, f- a few times. <laughs> I was think as I was setting this up, you gotta help me with this. And this is probably the worst podcast introduction of all time. But I there was a sermon you preached years ago, and you showed this video. It, like the whole thing was this elaborate setup to a joke. Of there was my this, whole sermon was a no okay. no. <laughs> there was like the introduction. You played a video. Are you saying you think a, my sermons are jokes? <laughs> okay, no. Let's really let's go. Okay. Okay. So there was a there was a fly on the handle of a butter knife, and he was somewhere around like jam and the whole point was if you're in a jam don't fly off the handle or something do you, you gotta remember this this was back in cedar woolly there is something that i do remember I, something about that i can't remember the like i can't remember every hardly anything about it except for if you're in a jam don't fly off the handle and it was this yeah. massive setup to that joke you don't remember that i do i kind of remember it but it's i can't about i can't place it i thought you would have it right off the top of your head well now now i've just piqued everyone's interest who's listening and we can't give them any concrete answers so that's not a great thing but you're doing your research i can tell while you're doing your research and i was thinking about that i was also thinking back to a couple weeks ago when i had you guess gen z slang terms and I've had so much fun with looking up and having conversations regarding slang that I thought we've got to bring back another game that involves slang terms. But I have not left you all by yourself. We've invited Jordan Paris to come on this podcast today. Jordan, are you ready to be a part of this game? Just now, the vast listening audience just went wild. (laughs) We can't tell because we're on this side of the microphone, but I just know, I just know down in my soul that the, that the vast listening audience just went wild, knowing that they're going to hear from Jordan Paris yeah. on this day. They let out a cheer, a solid cheer. Yep. Okay, so here's what's going to happen, Jordan and Brent. I'm going to say a slang word or term. You are going to have to guess which decade it originated. Now, I have the definition of the word if you need it. I can also use it in a sentence if need be. Okay? So I'm gonna start with start with the first one here. The cats 
pajamas. Can you use that in a sentence, please? Can I phone a friend? Yeah, if you need to. <laughs> Do you need me to use it in a sentence? Yes. Jordan, I have to say, I've heard that summer camp was the cat's pajamas. Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of what I guessed. The height of excellence when something is the cat's pajamas. I'd say this, the 70s. The 70s? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-mm. This is going to be the 30s. You say the 30s? Yes. You say the 70s. Uh-huh. It originated in the 20s. Oh, that now, was going to be my guess. Uh, I feel like if okay. you're a decade off, I should give it to you. Okay. I feel I like got one point that then. you get one point. Okay. You were 50 years away. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. Here's I the really next. was going to guess the 20s. But then there's another one on here. As I look at your list, I'm like, that's got to be the 20s. So I thought there's no way there's going to be two in the same decade. I don't know. Nonetheless. Don't All know. right. So okay. I got, how about a half a point if you're a one decade away? I, I'll try to keep track of that. So sure. Okay. Ha- okay. I have a half a point. Half a point. How much do you have, Jordan? I have zero. Okay. This is bothering me. But it's just for fun. Just checking. I don't, it's just for fun. It's not a competition. It's, it's all fun, Jordan. There's no, nothing on the line here. Mm-mm. What about the word wicked? 80s. You say 80s? Uh, wicked. Um, ooh, I think it originated in the 80s. It came popular in the 90s. Okay. We're doing origination, right? Yeah. Origin? Yeah. What do you say? I'm going to go 90s. Okay. You say 80s. You say 90s. Moving on. He, Jordan has to say first. Okay. Oh, Jordan has I don't to want him first? taking his cues from you. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Wicked the 90s? It's from the 80s. It's from the 80s. From the 80s. So, okay. Do you know what that means when something's wicked? It's it's so wicked. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's, yeah. 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 So you have exactly. a half a point. So I get half a point. And for, I have a point and a half. Yeah. We have to keep track because it's not a competition. But if it were, you'd be up. Yeah. If it were. If it were. Yeah. Okay, here's the next one. Word. 2000s. Brent's shaking his head. 90s. Yeah, because this is like <laughs> this is like the beginnings. I'm thinking the first thing that comes to my mind is Run DMC. This is okay. this is this is like early beginnings of hip hop rap. Okay. Word like MC Hammer. Word up. Yep. Right. That's got to be 80s. It's the 90s. But I feel like that. I. It's popular in the 90s. I'll bet if we looked bet, at it. I. I I'll take the half a point. I'll give you the half a point. I feel like you could get a whole point because it's probably late 80s, early 90s mm-hmm. is what I would say. Mm-hmm. We'll give you well, half well, just look to keep up, it. Look up M- MC Hammer's song. The, the, one he the used, Word Up when he song. Used the Word Up. A, there's a song called Word Up. By some, oh, somebody. that was Cameo. Sorry, yeah. not, not MC Hammer. Yeah. So we just get half a point. No. Uh, by, by the way, that was released in 1986. I'll be taking a whole point on that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. You just... <laughs> corrected my it's not a, it's, it's not i totally just did because that was a popular song how can we say that it wasn't popular until the 90s i mean it was, when cameo is singing word up in 86 popular in a song maybe it got took it a couple years to get into circulation people say bro i was word. A, i was living i was like I in high school I, but is word moment. up the same as word Word. I'll trust yeah, you. Yes, word. Okay, yeah. so Jordan oh. guessed 2000s. All my all my Gen X people yeah. right now are saying, Brent, you get to whole point. Okay. Do I get half a point? 
I'm going to give you half a point. He didn't guess anything. He I guessed know, the he 2000s. He said 90s. He guessed the 2000s. I said the answer so was the 90s. So two decades off. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. All right. We got to we got to keep it keep you in his sights. Okay. So it's two and a half points to half a point. This no, I got so one and a half. No, you don't. No, you have a you have one because you have two halves. I have one. Yeah. Two halves make one. Okay. Point five plus point five is one. Two and a half to one. All right. Bread. What about bread? Bread. Do you need me to go first? You have to go first, I guess. Man, I got to get that bread. (laughs) Is that that way off? (laughs) He's trying to to use it like, when did that sound cool? I'm going to say 60s. Oh, I'm saying the 60s as well, only because of the band. He's following my cue. Because of the band, Bread. This, you guys both got it right. It was the 60s. I yeah. knew it. Bread. Yep. So now we have two to three and a half. You're keeping pace with him. That was your chance to gain some ground, but he's Very cool. too far ahead Very of you. Very cool. Okay. Sweet. Wait, what's the score? It's three and a half to two. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's not a very big gap. Keeping up. I better keep going. That's here. pretty cool. When did the word cool turn into slang? It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. 70s. 70s. It's my guess also. Your wow. guess is the 70s? Maybe Brent should start going first. It's the 40s. Whoa! Is it? The 40s. No points issued. Yeah. The 40s is when cool was popularized. Cool. Hmm. What about... You know, I could have guessed. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. What about Hotsy Totsy? So if I came up to you and said, Brent, your exposition of Hebrews 11 verses 1 through 3 was hotsy-totsy. Hmm. I might give you some time off without pay. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Okay, Jordan, come on. When? I'm supposed to wait for you. I'm going to say the 50s. Hmm. This is the one initially I thought was the 20s. But I'm going to go with um, Hotsy. Totsy is the 40s. Hotsy, World War II. Hotsy Totsy is the 20s. Oh, wow. Another one in the 20s. You <laughs> had it. You I had always it. go with I your gut. To, yeah, go with your gut. Moral of the story. Always go with your gut. Can't believe it. So we're still three and a half to two. It's three and a half to two. All right. The man. Ah. So not like who's the man, but... The man, like the person in authority, a group in power, Ah, uh, man. I'm going to go 40s. 60s. It is the 60s. Bam! Pulling ahead. Pulling ahead. This next one's worth four and a half to the two. points. Okay. Gag me with a spoon. Can Brent go first? Easy. No, you have to go first. Easy. That means disgusting, by the way. I'm 80s. It's 80s. Valley it, Girl. It is 80s. Yeah. It is 80s. I lived these things. Okay, you did. Gagging with the Spoon was popular when I was in middle school. Yeah. Well, let me... Came out of California. Let me... Last one. Wait, what's the score? It's four and a half to two. No, I got three. No, it's five and a half to three. Five and yeah, a half I just to got, three. I got so there's no spoon. chance that Jordan, no chance. if this were a competition, there's no not. chance that Jordan could win this. You just mentioned something being popular when you were in middle school. Uh-huh. I want to give a word that was popular when Jordan was in high school. Which was when? Maybe. When did you graduate from high school? I can't say because then you'll know the answer. 
No. Well, that's not right? on the list. This next word is not that word. Or are you making it up? Um, I've, I'm just making it up. I graduated 2012. Okay. Okay. It's the word yeet. That's the word on the list. <laughs> I just gave it away. Are we guess? What are we thinking? So the game's over? The game's over. <laughs> wow. Is it 2000s? It's 2010s. You guessed it wrong. You guessed it. I gave you the answer. You guessed it wrong. I'm pretty sure it's 2000s. What does it mean? Yeet. Like, like you're... It's good. Like, I agree. Yeet. That's what it means? I don't know. You don't know? I was, un, I was not cultured. I was uncultured. Means, like, Were you homogenized? <laughs> pasteurized? I was homogenized and pasteurized, but I was not cultured. I wasn't familiar with yeet. Yeah. It means to throw something. Yeah, I, I don't know that It one. does? Huh. Mm-hmm. I've heard um, teenagers nowadays using that term, yeet. Yeah. Yeah, so that they're like saying things they think is hot and fresh, and here it is over a decade old. Yeet. Wow. Hmm. How about that? Okay. Well... Jordan, you gave it your best shot, but Brent got the edge on you with the slang by decade. All right. Not that it was a competition. No. But, yeah. Totsy Well, last week we began to have a conversation regarding... Our values as a church, and our values are based off of Zechariah chapter 11, verse 16. And in that passage of scripture, we see uh, the traits of a bad shepherd. Uh, a, a bad shepherd, according to this passage of scripture, does not care for the lost, does not seek the young, does not heal the injured, or feed the healthy. So basically what we've done is we've taken the, the converse of that and said that as a church, we are going to care for the lost, seek the young, heal the injured, and feed the healthy. So, of course, last week we discussed caring for the lost. This week, I want to talk about what it means to seek the young here with City Point Church. And so, we're glad to have Jordan here. Brent, first of all on this, I'd love to hear from you. What does it mean to seek the young? Oh, wow. Well, I was feeling like I was kind of off the hook on the substantial content with Jordan sitting here. I just knew that he would bring the, he would bring the bread. But, um, or what did that word mean? Yeah. Bread? Bread right? meant, means money. Money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He'd bring this verbal money, whatever. Yeah. Seeking the young has to do, there's, uh, so my mind races when I think about this because there is, it's almost like the first thing I want to say is the parenthetical. It isn't that we ignore those who aren't young, but that we are purposeful about going after and paying attention to those who are young, meaning, so, so seeking after them. And, and I pictured, I think at some point over the years, I've used the illustration that if you're in an inner city setting and it's a busy intersection and there's red lights and green lights and there's cars going straight and cars turning left and cars turning right and there's crosswalks and people in those crosswalks, it's like there's a lot going on and you need to pay attention to yourself, but you, you know, you're watching out for other people as well. But if there's a kid in that intersection, 
Like anybody that's responsible is paying attention to that kid. They're, they're like making sure that that kid gets across the street safely. More so than the 35-year-old who's cruising down the road and crossing the street, right? Yeah, you want him or her to be safe, but that, that seven-year-old is where everybody's attention's at, right? And so as a church, we, we are, as we say it, we, we are going all out for kids and teens. We, we try to pay attention to them, kind of, if you will, put our money where our mouth is, and, and staff for them and focus on them because it's critical in, in the stage that they're in to introduce them to and get them grounded in, uh, in the gospel, in the mm-hmm. word of God. Help them to know Jesus, to become uh, familiar with his word, to become attentive to the work of God's spirit in their lives. Yeah, all of that, I, I guess, would be the start. Okay. So... Jordan, I want to bring you in on this. What does this look like practically, given that it may look different for each of our different areas of ministry for those who are young? Yeah, practically, there's various ministry taking place throughout the week. So we think about Tuesday night with Awana and um, equipping children and parents for that. We think about Wednesday nights with our youth ministry, think about City Point Kids meeting. We have during the summer. We have what we call coffee and kids. We have strategic events uh, throughout the year that we're planning for that. Sunday mornings is you know kind of a, a, a mainstay for us as well. And then there's various other just really um, really unique things taking place. For instance, within our our youth ministry, um, you know we have a, a night dedicated quarterly for parents to come together and pray and share a meal and connect with one another. We uh, have a a group home that we support with some teenage boys and the staff there and so we're trying to really not just go all out for kids and teens in in terms of just the people a part of our church with that that is very important but also people outside of the church and that's areas like where the group home comes in and some of our strategic events so there's lots of more practical ways but those are just a few yeah those are all excellent resources not just for the children themselves but also for the entire family unit and so those things are taking place and and transpiring on a regular basis you know i was thinking about this um thinking about the kind of the big picture and you've alluded to it earlier with the roaring 20s goals and having a third of our average sunday morning attendance serving kids from zero to 18 years old and i've been i was thinking about the past couple years as we were going through different phases in our building for the future and as we were planning for 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 buildings and dreaming of what that could possibly look like and are still doing that pretty much every single blueprint that we came up with almost if not if not more than half of our space was dedicated to family life ministries and so this is something that well i hear where you're at i mean i I know what you mean by that but by percentage that's not quite true but it was a sizable portion of the building yeah was was dedicated to to kids and little kids and elementary age kids and yeah yeah there's dedicated children's wing in each one of those yeah so the, uh, we could say a sizable portion we won't put an exact number to it but this is because not because um we think hey it, it would be neat that we should have this but because it's one of our stated values that guides everything that we do and so this is not just something that we say and we attach it to all these events taking place this is something that we strive for 
on a regular basis. And so looking forward, Jordan, if someone says, you know what, I want to be a part of this, I want to be a part of going all out for kids and teens, what are some different ways that they can be involved? Yeah, there's various aspects to that. Uh, under our family life ministry, I think there's four kind of main ministries. Uh, one of those being Awana that takes place on Tuesday night starting September 19th. So there's various uh, ways to serve within that ministry. Our early childhood ministry, which um, particularly the, it's our nursery-aged kids and three- to six-year-olds. Um, and then City Point Kids is first grade all the way to fifth, and then City Point Student Ministry is our youth ministry, sixth to twelfth grade. So within each area of ministry, there's various aspects and ways to serve. Um, and so, I mean, it, it doesn't have to look like one way. And I believe we have September 10th, a Find Your Fit, which is going to be a wonderful opportunity. We'll have a, a booth in the lobby uh, dedicated to family life ministry, and that'll be a great way, kind of a hub for all those different ministries I just mentioned. So if there's any sort of interest, we'll have some really quality people there to, to talk about that and um, kind of give some direction there. Okay. And I, I want to stress that part in the in this way. There's Like Jordan said, there's lots of ways to be involved. It looks different in different settings. So some people assume, well, I, I can't do it every single week, so I might not want to think about doing it sort of a thing and that's not it could it could look like an every week thing it could look like a monthly thing it could be while kids are you know present in some sort of a leading or serving or playing capacity or just you know being present with the kids when they are or it can be behind the scenes sort of stuff during the week there's there's plenty of opportunities and um and and we try to you know and try to open that up so that it works within people's schedules as well as much as we want it to be a priority for them we also know that life is uh, busy and and so we want to get people plugged in how we can yeah. and just just to add on to that we like I, I met with someone yesterday to talk about serving within our youth ministry or i guess it'd be this last wednesday and that's a kind of an ongoing thing for this person they're going to serve. But then I have another person on our team who they, once a month, they make a meal and they bring it to the group home. And both are serving at really great capacities, And um, but it just looks very different. Yeah. yeah. Plenty of opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to do this, and I know how much you love when I do this. I have a question that I'm going to ask you. That wasn't that's planned. Wasn't planned. I love it. It is off the cuff. As we wrap up this week's episode, I want you to share one one ministry win that you can think of from family life from the past month or so. So all the great things that are that have taken place. We've had kids have been gathering together all summer long. I know CSM just had a camp take place at the end of July. So there's been some great things happening. So is there something that you can leave our listeners with to say, hey, you know what, this was an awesome thing that transpired this summer in our family life ministries? Yeah, there's so many that it's hard to choose one, but I will. We've uh, been really emphasizing evangelism. That was our whole summer camp theme. Um, and the other week, probably two weeks ago, I had a student come up to me, and there's a family member who's not a follower of Jesus, and they were very intimidated to share the gospel. Um, but with boldness, they asked that person, that family member, if they could share the gospel with them. And the family member said yes. And so they had an opportunity to share the gospel for the first time and even asked to give that person a Bible. And I, that's like a, could seem like a really small thing, but that's just a massive win for our students to begin really having the courage um, to normalize evangelism in their lives. And so that was a really 
encouraging win for us. Major. That's, that's awesome. Love a big it. Big deal. It's a big deal. Well, that's great. That's great. Jordan, thanks for being on the podcast today. You're welcome anytime. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. But only if I give you the questions in advance. I'm yeah, sure. that was a stretch right there, okay. but I think we managed. Okay. No. Well, with that being said, we are back in the book of Hebrews. We are going to be continuing in the Hall of Faith this Sunday. It's going to be another great Sunday together. We'll see you here at 9 or 10.30 a.m.